Welcome back to the drip. I'm Coulson Rumor. I'm Max Mean. And I'm Daniel Kivo. Uh, welcome back this week, folks. Hope you're having a great week. We're us at the drip. We're we're doing great, aren't we? How how are you guys? Um, I'm doing real good. I just finished up the school week. I got a lot of goals that I wanted to reach them all. You know, pretty proud looking back. Now it's just good times recording radio with friends, you know. Get yeah. to do the whole weekend thing one more time. Only got a couple more weeks left of school. Things are on the up and up, you know. How many more weeks right. do we have? Seven? Seven Five. More Five more that. weeks. I know. That is crazy. But, so we've but been, here's we've how been I recording think the drip from home longer than we have school left. Yeah. And and think about it like this. We only have one of each class a week. So, like, pick pick your least favorite class to go to. Math. Okay, you only have to do that five more times in your oh, school year. That's nice. Bro, radio. But then it's sad because we don't get to do radio. What if we just made wait, the drip you, you for don't fun? Like radio, Max? What? Isn't, you don't, did you just say choose the one class you want to go to? For the last no, I said week? didn't want to go to. I said math. Oh, no, 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 no. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Honestly, I would choose uh, math. If no, we dude, really yeah, we should, to, yeah, we should make the drip over the summer. I know, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Now that we dude, this is, this is like the one class I have that's like fun. I like going to this class. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, definitely the most. Joe is a great teacher. I know he's listening to this. Thank you, Joe. Shout Thank out, Joe. <laughs> I'm glad we were students of yours. And hey, we'll continue to be. Year, Hopefully next year, yeah. Um, okay. So, our first would you rather comes in a little bit dark. Would you rather be shot or be stabbed? Are we talking Here's what about- I'm going to say. If you if you learn about how bullets work when they go through you, a bullet is like tiny, like oh a, yeah, like oh, if yeah. you just That's stab true. someone with we, w- with like the diameter of something called a bullet, it would would not do that much damage. If mm-hmm. you just made yeah. a hole like that, through, because a bullet right goes so fast, it creates like a shockwave in your body and it like right. rips right. the soft tissue of your body right. apart. So especially come. with the bigger the bigger heavier rounds, like fifty caliber. If you get like people don't realize this, if you get shot in the stomach with a fifty caliber like sniper rifle, it doesn't just like make a big hole in you. It can like cut you in half. Like I would much rather be stabbed. Like the chances well, of surviving are probably well, way higher. Just, we gotta clear it up though. But like, is it by getting shot? Is it like well, you know, let's shot, just say let's shot? just say in a in a limb in a limb. It's in a limb, so you, you'll survive most likely. So you don't die. Knife, oh, that's nice. small caliber, yeah, that, small that'd blade. That'd be definitely nice because. Nice. Stabbing, it wouldn't do as much damage. But like if it was a, if you were gonna immediate. either get stabbed immediate. to get immediate. killed also, or shot to it, get killed, I would choose shot because it's more immediate. If you if you know about um, if you know like much about like how clotting works and like bigger wounds, you'll know that like people who get stabbed, if if you get stabbed and the knife stays, like let's say no one pulls it out, if the knife stays in, you will lose like zero. You will barely lose blood. Like if you know, can just keep that foreign object seal. in, it, yeah, it blocks it. It, it, yeah. it creates you, a. You also won't seal. be able to move it though. Yeah, yeah I know. No, no, what, okay. If right, it so stays in, you have the time to get to. Also, the also the um the knife the knife's coming at you or the bullets coming at you are like like what what do you say like two thousand meters per second. I have yeah, that's no probably clue. How fast I, I, I just I yeah, just know I think that's, I think that's something. Yeah, I don't think, probably two thousand meters per second, right? No, that's because that's over one and a half miles in a second. So no. Or like 1.2 miles in a second. I'll look okay, it up. Okay, well, but well like, the knife hundred. is coming at you at like 15 meters per second. Yeah. So I'd much rather. Yeah, it's small. It's small, but it, and also, yeah, you can you can treat it easier. Uh, you know, keep it in. 
right? Much okay, Colson, you're actually kind of right. The, a bullet travels. 2,500 feet per second. Oh, wow. Feet. Okay. Not so, yeah, meters. That, no, not well, okay. Meters. Well, that's feet per second. 2,500. I said yeah. 2,000 meters. I feel so like it's probably so about it's like right. Eight, it's like 800, okay. 800 meters okay. or something. I don't that's know. A lot. That's powerful. Yeah. I that's a lot, of, that's that. a lot of meters, baby. That's a lot of... Yeah. I personally Games. wouldn't want to be... If it's going to be a shot to a limb or something, I would rather be stabbed because... You might know, not even just, you might not even break any bone any bones. Yeah, like, the bullet, you're easier. probably gonna break But like, your own but like if you're gonna is either you get shot if you get shot in that if it's like a kill shot, like you either get killed by a knife or a bullet, I would rather take the bullet because one shot and it's done. Mm, yeah, facts, you'd, have suffer. you'd have to suffer. Unless they perfectly cut your head off or well, something, you know, but that's you know, you know what's funny? Um seventy four percent of people disagree with us. Yeah. So, so people, my, people would much rather be shot than stabbed. Seventy-four percent of people are also dumb. There's that IP. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think people looked into like being stabbed. Probably you'd, it would hurt a lot more, um, in the short term. Maybe yeah. W- wouldn't you agree? Because you're in shock when you get. I mean, you're probably in shock for both. But a bullet it happened well, so sudden, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't you really recognize it. But if you die, then but like, I, I I think the question yeah. is isn't no no, no it's just enough because like people could be. Con- like yeah. uh, thinking about the know. question in a lot of different ways. Yeah, you could. There's there's multiple ways to approach that one. Completely. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. What's next? What's Yo, next? Be- Dude, I kind of rock a beanie. Else? Oh wait, hold on, hold on. I just want to. So um, uh, our listeners, uh, maybe you're aware if you're if you're into the if you're up, keeping up with the radio world, there is a like a, a, a frequency in the Seattle area, North Seattle area. Where you can hear it's a station. No one knows who. No one knows who is running it, um, but it's playing the same twenty songs over and over. These, really? These same twenty. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, I, I'll, I'll try and find the name of the station. Yeah, that's kind of. I don't know why that like scares me. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it's go, like kind of frequencies. It's kind of kind of creepy. Um, yeah. I wonder if it's, maybe it's an old radio station that someone set up and like forgot about. And I'm sh- they have ways of like tracking radio signals. So like if someone wanted to, they could find this. Bro, um, why, why does that scare me so much? It's a little bit creepy. There's like, have you, you know, there's like been a few instances across history where like, um, things like weird stuff has happened to like frequencies. Like I think it was back in the eighties or nineties. Um, a bunch of people across Chicago got like the, the, why, uh, the frequency got like hijacked or something. And for like five minutes, this one dude just like showed up and he was like dancing and he had a weird mask on. Yikes, bro. That's kind of, yeah, creepy. it is. It is creepy. Dude, the creep, creepy stories will keep you up at night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't find the, the article on this, but you should definitely check it out. That's some, I, I saw it on Twitter. Dude. Someone told me about it. I figured it out, dude. We are the ghost frequency. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be a D1 quarterback but the third or second string? Would you rather be the number one string quarterback on one of those junior college teams that are, like, on Netflix that, like, get those players to go to the uh, D1 schools? Oh. Definitely just a straight, like, second string D1 player because, like, your straight-up league is, like, better. Uh, You don't don't get any playing time, though. Yeah, but you you wouldn't really have, like, a future in Dude, it doesn't matter, bro. You're part of the... probably be more fun, yeah. You're part of the team, dude. I'm just thinking, I've seen the shows. People have gone from those JUCO teams to being at, like, top-level teams and being the starters there. 
Like, I just think that's pretty cool. Well, like, like, the chance like in of the that. NFL or, like, call it, like Dude, anyone. I don't even want to be getting much real play time, dude. Have you seen <laughs> what happens to football players? <laughs> I, yeah, guess that's I don't want to get a couple of concussions. Like, that's fair. Career-ending injuries. You ever watch Friday Night Lights? No. What, what's it about? Uh, it's about, like, a high school football team, but in the first episode, the dude gets, like, the star quarterback, like, takes a dude out, but he, like, breaks his spine doing it. You ever seen that movie, The Blind Side? Spinal, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I have. I actually watched that recently. That one's a good. Good, yeah. That's a true story too. You know the oh. you know the movie like ruined his career though. Really? Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's kind of sad. He uh like after the movie came out, it kind of just like it's because you know if you if you, I don't know if you remember this, but he showed how he was like a defensive player and he like he was like really good at like protecting the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but like so, now but like all the recruiters and like everyone knew that, so now it's it kind of ruined like his chances later on. It's too bad, Max. What happened? I lost connection, viewers. I apologize, but all right. happens to the best of us. Wait, don't worry. Nothing can be perfect at home. Ooh. Okay. Be here. Here's one. Be deep sea diving and your oxygen tank runs out. Or be bungee jumping and have your cord snap. Wait, but there's a uh, chance you could survive deep sea diving. There's no chance of surviving chance the bungee survive. cord. You could survive if it was over water. So, or even over, so, are you? Oh, over it's water? over water. I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying maybe. If so over water, I would definitely choose the bungee cord because one, I'm. I'm he knows. He was a certified diver. I think we should let him. Talk. Yeah, I, I am. All right, all right. So, here's how it goes. So if we're talking over over land, I'm taking the deep sea diving thing. But if we're over water for the bungee jumping, definitely bungee jumping because people jump off cliffs all the time and like into water, and it's like literally a sport. Um, but no one jumps into land from like a hundred feet, and they're like lives like that doesn't. You guys see what I'm saying? Like it depends on if there's yeah, water or not. Right. So so so. In the event that it's scuba diving, the scuba diving thing is kind of crazy. Oh, I forget the name because I got certified so long ago. But they teach you how to do this thing, and it's like an emergency ascent if you just like somehow run out of air, which you shouldn't do because they teach you how to manage it and stuff. Um, so what you do is you have to um, you have to take your you never take your reg out, but as you're going up, you constantly have to like kind of hum. And the reason why you do that. Is because if you don't, if you're not constantly letting air out on the way up, what what will pretty much happen to you is that um, the air in your lungs, you'll have the same amount and it'll stay, but the pressure around you will decrease and water is very heavy. So every, I think it's every ten meters you go you go up, you get one less atmospheric pressure around you. So what happens is your lungs, with less pressure around them holding them in, with the same amount of high air pressure inside. They will expand and expand and expand until you pop your lungs if you don't breathe out. That being said, once you make it to the surface after humming on the way up, um, since you, if you've been down there for a, only a little while, like if you just got down there and you've been there for, for five minutes, you'll probably be okay. But if you're down there for like 20 minutes or something, you are going to have something called the bends, which happens. Um, everyone knows about this, even people outside of diving. The nitrogen in the air that you're breathing from your scuba tank will go into the soft tissue of your blood. And when you come up too fast without taking a decompression break at like 15 feet beneath the surface for a couple minutes, 
Um, if you go up too fast, um, all those muscle, all those ni little nitrogen bubbles will come out of your uh, soft tissue too rapidly and go into your blood and brain, which will cause you to die. So, whoa. Um, what you have to do if you have been down there for a long time is you have to get on bottled oxygen. Um, this just helps you stay stable and gets the nitrogen out faster. Um, then you will be rushed to a deco chamber, which is a chamber that you have to live in for like three days. And there's only like one of them in King County, which is where we live. And that's pretty much, we'll Are they in be hospitals? Living, or, yeah, they're okay. in hospitals. Okay. Um, but like not in many hospitals. Like there's no hospital within like 15 or 20 miles of us that has one. Um, which is weird. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's so you, honestly, that's really You scary. get rushed there and you live in a very high pressure environment yeah. and slowly, slowly they'll bring you out. But if you don't receive those treatments, this can kill you. And that is why diving is one of the most dangerous sports in the entire world. And you should not be joking around with it. And it's actually important to learn I'm just, about uh, before you do. would it suck to be like the person to figure all that out? Like how long do you think it took them to like get out? Because they were, they were diving. Probably they were diving dying. in bells. They were diving with like diving bells for a really long time. Yeah. Learning, learning to dive is actually insane. That's just like one scenario that you have to learn about. Like there's so many. Yeah. Well, do you guys know about uh, like oil rig divers? Yeah, the saturation dive, like, dive. super saturation. deep, super saturation deep. Like, how, do you know how deep they go? They go oh, really deep. Like hundreds they, of feet. And they live down there yeah. for like half a year. Yeah, and they like it's crazy. And they, and they they, to, there's like work. helium mixed into like the air that they breathe in their like bell, and um, it's uh, it like makes their voices high. Yeah, I've seen all that stuff. Honestly, Chivo, what you did just remind me for all you Outer Banks lovers in one of the first couple episodes when, spoiler alert, the Outer I'm Banks is a, is a Netflix right TV show right now. now. This is a spoiler. When they when JV goes, I can't remember if it's JV or JJ, goes underwater to try and look at the boat that sank and the police come and he has to make his safety stop, like Chivo said, at around 10, 15 feet. It just, it's that's the first thing I thought of because they wow. said if you come up too fast, exactly what Chivo said would happen would have happened to them and he would die. Yeah. Or you can just pull a choy and just go to Mexico and scuba dive with no certification. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's another uh, option. Well, I think they, were, they, were, they weren't going very deep. I don't go very deep. Friend of the, the show, friend my, of the show. My, 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 my certification is the most basic one. It's called Patty Open Water Diver. And that one lets me go to sixty feet underwater. That's that's good. Which is like that's like the most basic one, and it was hard to get. There's like crazy ones. There's like cave diver, rescue diver, like welding diver, like all those crazy. Cave certain diving things. is really scary. You know about yeah, all those yeah. weird like currents and stuff. Like yeah, no. uh, there's this creek in England where there's like it's like a it looks like a normal. Are you creek told on the me outside. it goes like it goes like a thousand like feet down. Or yeah, something. yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't do that. It's like a, it looks like a small creek it. on the outside, and then when you go into it, it actually has like a huge like underwater cave system, and it's like like I don't I don't know the correct terminology, but the, it's it has, like if like, you go has, if you will, go like, into suck it, you, yeah, you, you're dead yeah. if you like if you go into this creek. It will like suck you under and like drag you around. There's there's also these really weird lakes um in New Mexico that have holes at the bottom of them. And um, there was these scientists were testing it, and they, they put tracking devices in them in the lakes, and like the the tracking devices disappeared, and then they reappeared, 
like weeks later or months later in like the Gulf of Mexico. New Gulf of New yeah. Oh, All right, what? going That's going crazy. off of that. Either way, diving. They think there's like you. these huge underwater cave systems that go like or, or it's really creepy. Conspiracy lovers, also relating to the movie Pacific Rim. Maybe there's another world connected to these holes, like another dimension, or like there's a be- there's a layer of like, is that sand what the or, like, plot of rock. Pacific Rim was? Is that where the no? Because it was like holes that would open up and like like uh, monsters would come from another world into Earth. I but like I'm saying though, because like I also saw a show where, or a movie where there was like just a layer of like sand and like rocks and stuff at the bottom of the ocean, and then but below that there was a whole other part of the ocean that like had animals there that had never been above the rock level. I'm just saying, a few conspiracy lovers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's interesting. All right, you're good. Just tell them when. You're good to go. I mean, this is a, this is a story from the time I got certified. In Puget Sound with Nick Harper, friend of the show, a couple other friends. Have I told you the story of how I got certified in Puget Sound, Colson? No, I don't think so. All right, so here's what happened. I forgot this even happened to me. This was insane. I I literally almost murked myself like the first time I ever went. Um, so uh, we do the scuba diving program because me and Nick are gonna go to this place in the summer in Florida to dive. And what happens is um. We go and we take the class and we're in the classroom for like many hours and they teach us all this like technical information and how to do stuff and we watch videos. And then, so we spend a whole weekend doing that, I think, maybe like two or three days. And then we come back the next weekend to go and we do it in a pool and we learn all the skills that we need in like some high school pool somewhere. It was like in Bellevue. Then the weekend after that, oh, and all this goes off pretty fine. And it was really fun actually especially like going underwater in a pool like you would think that like that's boring because it's a pool but it's like i don't know it's like you get to fly or something it's really cool so then we go to puget sound uh to anyone listening to the drift who doesn't know what puget sound is it is the body of water connecting the pacific ocean to seattle washington which is in the northwest corner of the united states and in winter when i did it in november it was like 48 degrees it was freezing so we get there and we have all of our equipment that we rented and whatever from the dive shop. And our equipment is like, can you still hear me, by the way? Just making sure yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. talking that, for nothing. That's like, that's like really cold for our Celsius listeners. Yeah. And the people yeah. who don't know where Washington State is. Yeah, that, that's literally like 10 degrees Celsius or something. I don't even know. Um, then, and it's water too, so it takes away your heat fast. So we get these wetsuits. And we get these big, like, 7 mil wetsuits. You wear, you feel like a marshmallow. You have, like, gloves on, right? And you have like these booty like these boots on your like feet that feel weird and you feel like you can barely move because the neoprene which is supposed to keep a layer like thin layer of water next to you to be warm it's just so thick because it's cold so we think we're going to be chilling right with these we're going to be warm wrong we got there and we saw that every single instructor there was like five instructors Every single one of them has a dry suit. And a dry suit is pretty much like it requires a more advanced certification. But what it does is you can just wear like hoodies underneath it and the hoodie doesn't get wet. It's a complete seal from water around your body. Um, So we're like, oh, now it's going to be freezing. We get in, we're freezing, we swim out, we get down there and we're descending and we get to this rope on the bottom that they have set up for us. And we're just sitting on the rope. So normally in that water, you would be a little bit warmer because you're moving around and your body makes heat. But what we had to deal with was just sitting on the line and waiting for the instructor to come to us and test us in every skill. And the skills were kind of hard. 
um, to do. Not to mention, um, it's really disconcerting being down there because Puget Sound has terrible visibility. In, in some spots where the silt was bad, you couldn't see your like hand in front of your face. Like nice. it was that. Like if like you or like you couldn't. See, maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration because that day the visibility was good, but it was like you couldn't see six feet at, like in front of you. Like you would just see like the instructor who like knew what they were doing and was like great with their coordination and knowing where they were. They would just like come out of the abyss into the review. And Nick is right next to me. And so they're doing these drills with us, right? And the drills are, like, kind of crazy. The drills are, like, they'll, like, make you, um, like, yank out your air. And then, like, you have to, like, close your eyes and, like, find it and bring it back to your mouth with, like, this your special air? technique. Your, yeah. your, your oxygen tube or, like, the bubbles? They turn off. Or they don't turn it off. They, um, they like, just, like, your regulator, the thing in your mouth, you have to spit your it out right. and like find it again. Yeah, yeah, okay. But it's hard. The like other skills, like they'll make you completely take off your mask while you're down there, so you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Put Do you mind the mask. How, how deep was this? This was like forty feet underwater, okay. like wait, thirty wait. feet. Pitch black. That's scary. Wait, it wasn't. What pitch, you, it wasn't. What if pitch you black. can't get your mask back on though? What do they do? You put your mask back on. But like, what if you can't? Is it, is it a hard thing to do? I mean, I guess. Yeah, so you, 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 it's like putting it on in the air. It's probably even easier because your skin's like wet. Um, and you clear out all the hair and they teach you this technique where what you do is like you get all the – because you're underwater. So the mask that you just put on that you took off, there's no seal. So you, it's full of water, which is useless. So they teach you how to get the water out of the mask, which like, – like all these kinds of drills. And then there was one drill. Wait, can you explain how to get the water out? Oh, this, so this you, cool, look, cool. you look up, and because it's connected to your nose, I mean, if you... I want to explain how it works with, like, the buoyancy of, like, yeah, 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 how yeah, water yeah. and stuff works. Right, but you right. blow out through your nose, and you press down, and the water will fall out the bottom of your mask. It's kind of cool. Mm. Um, so, anyway, you're doing drills. I don't remember exactly what was happening, but I remember everyone else... I was, like, one of the lightest people because I was, like, kind of small at the time. So I had like this weird weight belt that no one else had because you're wearing all this neoprene and stuff and you're in salt water. So you're going to want to float. So you wear this weight belt to make you sink. Um, without the weight belt though, you will cork to the surface. And because your BCD, the thing that's filled with a little bit of air is around you, you're going up and up. You can see how if you started going up and it was out of your control, you would be going up faster and faster until it was like three seconds later and you're at the top. So what happens is I'm just sitting on this line and there was, there was a drill, I think, I think before this, that had to do with our weight belt. With, um, they taught us in the pool earlier what to do um, if your weight belt comes loose and how to put it back on. But it's very difficult because the way your body wants to float makes you like kind of turn upside down in ways that you don't want to be. So you really have to control that. And, Without your weight belt, you would be very uncoordinated in the water. So you have to deal with that. So they taught us how to do it in the pool the day before. But you, this isn't something you would do um, while you're actually on the dive learning those skills. Um, this is just something you would practice in a pool just in case it happens. Like you don't, It's like an emergency parachute. You don't want to have to use this skill. So I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting on the bottom. And all of a sudden, I feel a little shift in my weight. And I'm like, what was that? Nick's right next to me. He's watching me. So I I look down 
and I just see my weight belt fall off my waist. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but I but like thankfully, thankfully I clutched up and I grabbed it and I'm trying to put it back on. But because I was so inexperienced with the way that the BCD fell and how my buoyancy was, and because the clip itself to my um to my um weight belt was so weird, I like literally it was just so hard to put it back on and I was like kind of panicking a little bit. Like I was, I was trying to, I remember that, like that was the one big thing. Like I was trying to just breathe deeply and not like hyperventilate myself. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with it for like 10, 15 seconds, but it feels like forever. Cause I know that it's really important Could for me to you just doing this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yes and no, but like, I know geez. I was kind of very panicked cause, and this is like my first time going out like for real. Yeah. And like, you can ask me about this. This is all real. And so then, what happened? I completely forgot. I swear, crazy stuff happens to me. I just forget. So I'm on. Uh, so I'm freaking out. It's like 15 seconds. Feels like forever. And what's happening is the visibility was already bad, but there's silt at the bottom. It's like this very fine sand. And because of all, like normally you would stay very still, and none of this would really be a problem. But what had happened was, from all my moving around and kicking, and I have fins, I had kicked up a bunch of this silt in the water. So Nick, Nick remembers me just disappearing into like this murky cloud and just not being able to see after. So you can't see anything. Um, thankfully, one of the instructors was passing by and was able to hold me in place and I was able to get the weight belt back on and complete the course. But it was very scary because had I not done that, I would have had to deal with all that decompression stuff because I already been down there for a while. Um, does so 40 I, feet, does, does that uh, guarantee you'll have to go to the decompression tank? Well, it's kind of about, I mean, like the, deeper, the, the deeper you are, the worse. Yeah. But it's yeah. not just like how deep you went. It's like how long you stay down there. Because the longer yeah, you yeah, stay, yeah. the more. Mm. And I had been down there for a while. So, yeah, it definitely, definitely would have been a big problem. That well, makes sense. That's how you got out of that situation. Yeah. You Crazy. <laughs> Craziness. That, that wasn't the last. We'd was that a good story, guys? That was a great story. I liked it. I'm glad. I'm glad it's, it's all true. We I gotta, swear. we gotta all get more stories. Yeah, you're right. Oh, one other thing. Week. One other thing. I have a picture on my phone of this. I can show you guys. The water was so cold. One of my toes, my pinky toe, literally turned purple because I was just like so cold. Dog, I don't know if that's good. I'm doing nothing. It's bad. That means I lost circulation. Yeah, I'm, I don't know about that one. I don't know about doing yeah, that. Yeah, some happen. some kids, some kids didn't even like finish the course because it was too cold. How many kids were in it? It's like me and like ten kids because we were all going on this trip to Florida. Mm. Sea base. Like yeah, like Nick's brother was on it. Okay, like, okay. that's cool. All right, well we kind of ran out of time this week. We, we it was good though. We went. We uh, didn't have many would you rather's. We talked for a while, so. I'm glad we had this 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 new kind of format. Thank so, you guys um, for listening. Yeah, Thank Ch- you. Chivo is very informative this episode. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening, folks. Uh, we will be back next week. You listeners have a good week. <laughs>